What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. I have like, I have a couple stories for you today. And the first one is kind of tell you about how one of my buddies was a little bit worried about me, thought I was an idiot. <laughs> it was a couple months ago, we were sitting down, we were talking about our businesses. And, you know, basically, I said, yeah, you know, our, our gross profit was pretty good this year. I've already invested half of that back in. They're like, how, like, what did you freaking buy for that? And I was like, well, dude, I brought, I brought in a consultant. And, you know, there was, it was a big chunk of change. You know, it was, it was a lot. It was, you know, $150,000. And, and one friend just straight laughed in my face and goes, you're an idiot. Um, and then the other one was like, oh, that's interesting. And then after I was gone, <laughs> told my other friend, he's like, dude, I'm kind of worried about Paul. Like, is, is, is that a, is that a wise investment? Uh, is, is that smart to spend your money like that? You know, what's this guy going to do? Is he going to work in his business? He's just what going to give advice and, and it costs that much money. Maybe. And it reminds me of a story. And so the story goes, it's, I don't know if it's a true story. I'm sure it's not. It's, it's a fable. It's meant to, it's meant to prove a point about a ship that is broken down. So the ship is broken down. And while the ship is broken down, None of the crew is getting paid. The cargo on the ship is not getting to its destination. So the ship is not getting paid. The, the company's not getting paid. Nobody's making money and they can't figure out how to get this thing running again. And so they call, they call this guy, they call the guy to fix it. And he goes and he looks at the ship and he kind of like looks around and, you know, after about five minutes or so, he goes right to the, he goes to the spot. And he hammers it a couple times and the, the engine whirs to life. And all of a sudden the ship is running again. And the captain's like, awesome, man. What do I owe you? He's like, that'll be $50,000. And the captain goes, man, but you only like hit the engine. Like, you were here for five minutes. How is that $50,000? He goes, oh, you're not paying me for the time I was here. You're paying me to know where to hit the engine to get it to run again. And the captain couldn't argue with it. And I want to share with you how this actually played out. This literally played out in my life a couple of months ago or this month, like this month, this played out in my life because this consultant that I brought in that I was telling you guys about that my friends thought I was an idiot for hiring friends who don't own businesses, by the way, um, he had a one four hour meeting with us. We turned, we turned in a bunch of, we, we, we ran all our numbers. We pulled all our data together. We gave it to him and his team. Um, they met with us and they pulled our whole business apart. They looked under the hood. They looked at everything and they said, this is what you've got to do. And it wasn't some radical strategy. It, it, it wasn't even different than what we were already doing. It was a slight tweak on some things we were already doing. They said, this is what you got to do for the next couple months. And we did it. And wouldn't you know <laughs> the month after we implemented, we had our best month ever. We had our best month ever by a by a spread of over $150,000. It's almost like the investment paid for itself in one go, in one month. And I didn't pay for this dude's time. I didn't pay for his friendship. I didn't pay for his effort. I paid for him to know how to put it all together for me. There's a reason I share this with you because I think too many of us are stuck tying our value to our effort in the moment. If like something has to feel hard and if I'm not working really hard, if I'm not getting beat down by life, 
is not valuable. If, if there's not this effort involved, if I'm not constantly sweating, if I'm not constantly feeling exhausted and running myself ragged, whatever I'm doing is invaluable. And so we overwork ourselves and we bend over backwards for people and we devalue ourselves in all sorts of ways because we can't possibly conceive how we could be valuable, valuable without a, a massive amount of effort. And if we devalue our own time that way, it means that we're going to devalue other people's time that way as well. In this case, I would have missed out on this opportunity. I, I, I would have never, I would have missed out on the, the ridiculous growth of my business because I was scared to invest because, well, that's too easy for him because he's not spending enough time with me. I would have missed a huge return on that investment if I would have been more concerned with effort with, than results. But I was only concerned with results. I was only concerned with the leverage. And because of that, I was able to harvest. And I want to remind you guys of something. Effort is like an iceberg. A lot of it floats below the surface unseen. And so in this case, my homeboy, my consultant over here, yeah, sure, it was easy for him to roll into a conference room one day to have his team look at all my numbers, to dig into our, our numbers, and easy to sit in a conference room with us one day, ask a few questions, and tell us to push a few buttons. But it was easy for him in that moment because he had already put in the years. He had already taken the risk of building his own business and continuing to grow and expand his own business to a point to gain the experience that we needed. He had learned through trial and error and losing money. Simply put, he had the time in the arena spent learning the hard lessons. And so even though it appeared easy in that moment, that effort and that knowledge and knowing where to hammer, that, that, that knowledge was hard won. So don't devalue yourself just because something feels easy. If it's easy for you and it's natural for you and it solves problems for others, that's where you need to lean in really hard. You need to, you need to pursue that because that's where you're going to not only provide the most impact to the world and impact for others, but where you're going to be most rewarded for it, both in fulfillment, um, in quality of life and also financially. You know, and I got to tell you, I used to own a gym and it was a, it was a training studio, like a, like a group training, small, small group training type studio. And I put in a ton of effort into constantly being there and on my way up to to getting to that point, I put in a ton of time, money, travel, effort into going to every workshop I could get my hands on, buying every book, buying every course, going to every workshop so I could be the most knowledgeable trainer I could possibly be. And, and for years, you know, I, I would say I wasn't really rewarded super financially for that. But then at a certain point, when I started my my online transformation program, you know, it's just kind of like a side hustle, a fun little experiment because I, I like just writing people's programs and I, and, I, and I like looking at their nutrition stuff. I like pulling out their numbers, so to speak. I started doing it and people started getting massive transformations, way more than they had in the gym. And <clears throat> friends and mentors and stuff like that are like, dude, you got to raise your prices on this thing. Like, like they are like they're getting better results than they're getting at your gym. Dude, they're getting better results than they're at personal training at like a big box gym. Like literally there's people going to see a personal trainer three times a week, you know, which is thousands of dollars a month, $1,500, $2,000 a month. And they're not even seeing results like this. And here's what I said for a long time. I resisted that. I was like, well, dude, 
writing programs is easy for me. It doesn't take that much time. You know, looking at your nutrition and telling you where to make the minimal, simplest adjustments to to lose body fat, like that's easy for me. That doesn't take any, it doesn't take barely any time. But what I was missing out on is that it was easy for me and it didn't take any time for me now because I had spent so much time over the years learning, you know, learning, you know, from workshops and curriculums and then applying knowledge and learning and tweaking and growing that way. And so the value was extremely high. And for for the people who were then coming in and paying, it's like they've already blown thousands of dollars over the years trying to solve this weight loss problem. They've already worked with personal trainers and didn't see any results. They've already bought all the MLM bullshit and didn't see any results. You know what I mean? They've already done all the high-priced uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, that, oh, that's stupid. They call it a medical approach to weight loss. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's really dumb. They've done that. And they haven't seen results or they haven't been able to sustain results. So for them to come to me, they're like, they have a big problem that they want solved. And and it's highly, highly valuable. And so what happened is over time, yeah, my prices went up. And even though it's quote unquote easy for me, even though I charge more than personal training and I never spend an hour with them, let alone three hours a week, because it's all online, but it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, they're not paying, they're not paying for my time. They value their own result more than they value the effort I'm putting in. And I think if you can make that switch for yourself as well, if you could understand, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it does, it's not meant to sound negative, but people care about what's in it for them. And so they're not worried about how hard it is for you. They're worried about what can you do for them. And if you can solve a massive problem for somebody and give them a massive return on their investment, um, I think you should lean into that as hard as you can, even if it feels easy. Because if it feels easy and it solves a problem, one, it's probably a natural gift, and two, you've probably spent a lot of time honing that natural gift to make it very efficient for you. And that's all. That's all I got for you, man. Like This was straight, short, to the point. It's a lesson learned, and I think it's it's something a lot of people need to hear. And so I had this, I've heard the story a million times about the dude who fixes the ship. And this was a real life example for me where I paid a bunch of money for a little bit of time from somebody, but I didn't give a fuck how much time they gave me. All I cared about was the result and they delivered. So everything's all good. (laughs) If you, um, found this valuable, do me solid, hit the little share button, text it, send it over to one of your friends. I know a lot of you guys have been sharing like the screenshots on your stories and tagging me in it. Dude, thank you for doing that. I appreciate that so much. Um, I love making this podcast. And if you like, if you like listening to it, um, you know, spread the good word, help some other people find it as well. That's all I got for you for today. Y'all have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.